Hello, hello. Welcome to Being Well is High. I'm your host, Shakira. And this is gonna be our second episode of the year. And I told you guys in my last episode, if you didn't hear it, um, every episode for the month of January is gonna be like a episode of a popular goal, uh, popular goals that people do for the year. And of course, first was losing weight. I saw so many people at the gym. Um, I loved it. I, I I don't know why. I just I just did. It felt comforting that so many people are there. So like, cause I I go to Equinox and I know it's like a fancy schmancy gym, um, but everybody knows like what the fuck they're doing in Equinox, you know. Um, uh, but a lot more people signed up, which makes me happy. I feel like a lot more people are getting better jobs or higher pay. I don't know. Gave me some sort of hope, but um, no, I just realized a lot of like more colored people too came to Equinox. I love that. I, it's very, very white in Equinox. <laughs> very white. Like I have gotten complimented twice and it was very like, where are you from? Like they wanted to know my nationality. And like, it was so funny. I never get those moments. Like I don't think I was like around people like that to have those comments but um it was like very wow very wow very very wow although I thought it was it was cute it was it was cute I didn't take it like offensive I it was just like eye-opening I was just like wow interesting um but yeah something something different something I don't think they would notice but yeah anyway a lot of uh the the gyms were full like um every single like I went to three different locations so far since the new year I think I went to the 50th in Greenwich and 53rd, I believe, or no, Bryant Park. And they're all so full. So I love that everyone's getting their resolutions in. Um, anyway, but yeah, it makes me feel like I'm like kind of lost in the crowd. So you like you don't feel as like, oh, like I'm being looked at or whatever. Although like that's why I love Greenwich because everyone's gay there. I love it. Like I know no one's looking at me like I have, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to do the hip thrust all the way up. I'm going to make the face. I'm going to look disgusting. I, everyone's gay. Everyone's gay. And, and nobody works out. Like, okay, obviously people work out, but like nobody works. Like, yeah, everybody, everybody goes there to hook up basically. And I think it's just the funniest thing. Anyway, um, enough about the gym. This episode, um, is actually kind of like a follow-up to my last um, confidence episode. I love talking about confidence. Um, only because I was taught it since I was young. And I was literally taught it. Like, my dad was a crazy, like, person. <laughs> like, a crazy person. Um, but he always, like, wanted my self-esteem to be very elevated and, like, um, have confidence in what I do and how I say it. And, um, yeah kind of traumatizing at some point um but you know we all have trauma that's what makes us funny that's a whole other topic oh my god anyway um (laughs) because i was about to say like i i feel like when people are not funny i feel like they didn't go to that that much trauma you know unless it's like crazy you know what let me stop talking about it anyway um yes confidence and it's actually one of my highest listen to it it is my highest listen to um episode it's the feminine confidence episode health healthy feminine confidence 
um, which is beautiful. I love talking about femininity and everything. Something like just maybe last year I felt like getting into and um, feeling that out because I was very kind of in my masculine, but very, very different topic. But um, yeah, I have some, I have 10, I have 10 confidence tips. I don't know. I have like, since my title is like being well is hot, I have like, I feel like I have like some sort of peer pressure on me by myself, obviously. Um, But to say like hot, like all the time, like my hot girl confidence or some shit like that. And like, I don't know why people don't like the word hot. Like, oh, I've been listening to a bunch of other wellness podcasts um, recently. And I feel like a lot of people just don't like hot girl walks. they, They feel like it's like, oh, like I hate using hot hot girl, whatever. I love using hot girl. I'm, I'm, I'm hot as fuck. You should think you're hot as fuck too. You're, I'm like, I, I think I'm the sexiest thing in the world when I wake up. Like it's my world, you know, like in your world, you have to be the hottest shit in your world too. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just like, I don't like it. I, I, I don't like that people bash the word hot. I fucking love the word hot and I don't care. Like, I don't know. Hot girl walk, hot girl, everything, hot girl, confidence, whatever maybe another word I'll, I'll say sexy but like the word sex is just like ruins it <laughs> anyway um yeah what was that idea anyway yeah i have 10 tips let's get into them oh my god do i still have the little intro let's see if i get the little music up i need to fix it anyway yeah let's get into it Okay, so let's get into it. We're going to go step by step, one, two, three, all the way to ten. I have ten of them. (laughs) Okay, number one, dress the part and look your best. Okay, I've gotten called superficial before by my best friend, by my ex-best friend. I don't care, she was my best friend. Um, But I've been called that because... I told her that caring about your appearance, you know, like getting dressed up will make her feel better. And like, that's not my fault. I was literally just trying to like comfort the way I feel comforted. Like in my, in the way I think, if I look good, I feel good. And it may not help all the way and it may not cure it. It may may not really authentically give me confidence but like I love what I'm wearing and at least you know I have some sort of like to that and that gives me some sort of confidence spark some sort of like coffee espresso shot of confidence that I'm like you know what you know maybe I don't feel like I should be here right now maybe this is like you know let's say you're in a job interview or something you know I maybe I don't feel like it but I look the part I look the part that I'm gonna that I want and you should always look the part that you want whatever kind of job whatever kind of like person you want to be what are they wearing what is the best version of yourself what if your dream life what are you wearing what is what is the way you express yourself through your clothes like put on the outfit change the style to your dream person style you know so that's what I do even even at work now like I feel very young for my position um, I don't really like, to, I don't really want to get into what I'm working at, where I'm working at or what I do, but I, I just to like give a brief like thing about my job. Like I, I'm, 
I feel very young and there it, there are young people at my job but like I feel very jo- very young for the position that I'm in and I feel like I am not being taken seriously sometimes so my way of fitting into that and making myself feel better is dressing the part so my outfits like scream like I am I belong here my outfits scream like I think that I can do this my outfits scream like oh she is not scared to you know say or do this or whatever and another way is okay let me just get to number two number two is keep your head high smile posture you speak less and slow so this is when you're approaching someone you let's say you're talking to someone professionally let's say it's an important person you're talking to and you know how i ramble here and i talk fast because i'm excited to get my words out and everything it, it's also a little nervousness and i know you guys hear that because i'm comfortable showing that i'm nervous for this because this is something like i like and everything like that but when I'm trying to talk professionally, try to get a job, try to do anything like that is going to value to my future and I need to do well in, I literally have to repeat these things in my head. So it's not easy. It comes after you practice a bit, but keeping your head high, I was always, one of my mistakes would always be looking at the floor. Let's say you're passing by someone you're on the street, even walking on the street. Like I try and practice as I'm walking down the street and feel important, you know, you know, have my little NYC moment with my headphones on <laughs> while, while I walk down the streets. Um, but I practice there, you know, I'm not on my phone. I'm looking up. I'm not looking at the floor. If people are looking at my face, I'm not looking at the floor because looking at the floor makes them feel like they're intimidating me. So I'm not looking at the floor. I'm looking straight. I'm standing straight. You know, I have my head high. Even if you want to put your chin up a little, that looks also kind of bitchy. I don't know. I feel like you have to be a bitch. Um, Oh, there's a book about being a bitch that I have to read. I'll look it up later. But yeah, I always practice, try to practice that. And I I don't even know why sometimes... (laughs) Like, I don't know what I'm practicing for the Olympics or some shit, but um, I try to practice it because I really like I've always wanted to be like one of my goals, whatever, whatever kind of goal it is. I was never really specific with it. I just knew that I wanted to be and get somewhere and feel important and just be surrounded by important people, whatever I did. And that's what I try to do. Every single job I've had, I've been very lucky and I've been around surrounded by people that you know, are just benefiting me to keep going. Um, and I like dressing fancy and I like dressing important. That's just my thing. You figure out your thing. You figure out how you want to walk and talk and dress and whatever. But just walking, when someone sees you come into a room and you walk with your head high, not looking at the floor when you pass by them in the hallway, with your head high, posture, when you make conversation slow, smiling, smiling and having your face open to conversation big part big part makes you feel like like there's oh there's so many like 
so many situations I've been in professionally that I am literally shitting my pants. Like I have no idea what they're talking about. I have no idea how to run with conversations. And I just try to be interesting. I I, I try to come up with a story. Um, and I'm thinking I'm like going through my head. Oh my God, I'm like getting into another one. But I try to speak slowly. And that's something I have to remind myself because sometimes I, I'm going too fast. But when you speak too fast, Again, you show your nervousness. So that's what I try to do sometimes. And I remind myself in my head as I'm in that important situation with important people. <laughs> I'm there repeating in my head like, oh, my God, speak slowly. Speak slowly. Keep smiling and speak slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it's like not a situation where it's, you know, important to me, like a job thing or anything, Let's say somebody invites me to an event or something and I see a lot and I'm around important people, but it's not like directly affecting me. I don't have to think about it. Like I this is like a playground to me, like I'm practicing. I'm just chilling. You know, that's the kind of place I got to be. But I definitely started and I still do when it's very important. I repeat myself in my head, you know, like I want to look good. I want to make a good impression here. I have to remember to keep my head high, my posture. I have to keep repeating things like talk slow, don't show nervousness, you know. It's fine. It's normal. But once you get a hang of it, it's it's just who you are. It's who you're giving off. And it, it's kind of like a you're acting to be someone. And you know what they say, when you fake it till you make it, you actually get to be the person. Um, to a point where it's not faking anymore. Anyway, <laughs> I love how I rant about things. Um, but number three, eliminate negative thoughts with positive ones. <sighs> Let's say you always say, oh, I look terrible with this on. Or like, oh, or like I, I don't know. What's a negative thought right now? I always get to food. That's definitely something trauma in there. Because I'm like, oh, what can I do that's like terrible, like negative thought? I had a lot of negative thought with food. So that's why I think of that. But what can we say? Let's say you have a negative thought. I am not good at this. Like you're at work. I, I like using work analogies because I've been really surrounded by work right now. But um. Let's say you really have a goal, a fitness goal, I don't know, a healing goal. You're like, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not this enough. And you'll be like, I am not strong enough. I am not good enough to the amount that I was able to do. I don't know if that makes sense. But like, I did my best, basically. I did my best. This is what I'm trying to do and I'm going to get there. And I don't know why people try to put themselves down at one point in a negative thought when there's always a reversal. Okay, I'm not saying that I never get a negative thought. But every time I do, there's another voice there. And I feel like we forget about that voice, that extra voice. Because I don't know about y'all, but I have voices. 
and maybe not real ones, but I'm definitely having a conversation with myself. And there are at least two different sides. And you at least have two different opinions on everything. And one of them is always saying something negative, but there's always a positive side to it. Like you just have to find the partner. You're just giving more attention to the negative one. And that's why it's coming up more. But I always try to bring up the positive one, the reflection of whatever negative I gave out. You know, like I, it was just hard to explain for a second, but I always try to look for the positive. Even if I just like said the negative like 5,000 times screaming and crying and calling my mother, you know, I know we all have those negative thoughts. And like, I don't even know, sometimes I call my mother and it's, it's like 10 times worse. <laughs> like she just gave me another thing to worry about and I'm crying again. Um, but after I get over my crazy panic attack, which I haven't had in a long time, thank God. Um, but I did have like a crazy reaction in um, like a week ago. No, a few, a few days ago. Um, but right after my whole reaction, I'm like, you know, I, I try to remember, you know, at least this and this happened and it's not going to be so bad. And my whole reaction there was useless. It was pointless. It didn't get me anywhere. And now I can move on. And, and it's fine. I'm, whenever I come back to it, every time I feel like it gets better and better because I kind of remind myself and I'm like, this is going to happen again. And I know it already. And I know at the end of it, I'm going to be fine. And it kind of makes me feel better because I'm just like, oh, yeah, remember the last time I had that panic attack? It was fine right after. It was fine right after. And if it wasn't, the moment's over. And it probably doesn't even matter anymore. So I always try to at least bring up something positive. Like try to at least freaking nudge the fucking negative thought, you know, like do something. Fight back, bro. Like, (laughs) you know, throw, throw a little, like throw something, throw a spark at it. You know, the little by little, it kind of adds up. So that's a little, little tip. Um, Number four practice reading speech loud slow and pronunciate yes reading reading is something i'm getting back into because i have never been a big reader in college i actually did read a lot which was amazing it's the first time i actually finished a book and i felt so proud of myself um yeah i know it took me till college to finish a whole book i know um, but I feel like in college is where I felt the smartest. I've always kind of felt like not really smart. Um, and, and I always had such a bitchy attitude because of it, or I was nice. I was too nice. It depends. Uh, no, I was too nice in college. <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, I was either bitchy just to feel defensive, but in college I felt smart. Like, I felt like I understood a lot and my uh, my mind definitely opened up and I got to have a lot of important conversations. And reading actually helped a lot. I took a speech class once and the speech class was amazing. I recommend a speech class. It teaches you a lot of, like, how to speak and in front of a crowd and not feel like you have to stutter all the time, kind of, like, improvise too I don't know. It felt like a really good like confidence class instead of like a speech class. It was really nice. Um, but practicing reading and your pronunciation of words um, 
I, I was always growing up around people who didn't know that much English or their English wasn't as great. And you can tell that they weren't confident in their English because they they were kind of like stuttering or didn't want to say it or didn't want to repeat it back. or um, And I would always try to help, you know, and and I, I always kind of felt like a like sort of like helpful, like I always wanted to help people for some reason. And I don't know if it came like off rude, but I wish it I hoped it didn't. But sometimes maybe my attitude comes out different. But I'm like, no, repeat it back to me. And then I'm like, no, this is how you say it. And I'm and then they'll repeat it back to me correctly. And I'm like, there, there you go. You know, and it was never to point it out or anything, but I was always trying to be helpful. And and even now as a grown up, I still have I my you know, saying boyfriend is so funny, but like my boyfriend now, he is not born here. So a lot of the times I correct his way of speaking and I'm like, you have to practice how you speak to people and you have to learn how to speak professionally. You know, you're, you're going to, you're going, you're in school again and you have to speak in classes and, you know, feel confident in whatever you're saying and arguing and speaking about. So pronunciating and reading helps a lot. I tell him to read out loud. Reading out loud helps a lot. And you're um, just going word for word. And I don't know. It just helps him a lot, especially if you are not that clear in your English. Helps a lot. Language barriers, you know. I don't know. That's That was like my personal experience. That's what happened to me. What was around me with language um, issues. Anyway, what's the next one? admitting your weaknesses when necessary i put when necessary because when necessary is important i admit my weaknesses because you have to admit your weaknesses when you don't know what the hell you're talking about and i try to make that really clear like i'm like uh, this is not my extra expertise like this is not this is not my ugh, this is not my area of expertise this is not something i'm, I'm aware of like I am not going to handle whatever situation is in front of me. And if I really have to, like, you know, I'll be like, this is this is a weakness, but this is a, a moment to of learning, of teaching myself. And that's how I kind of turn it if I really have to. But admitting that you're not good at something does show confidence because you know who you are. And that's just not one of your qualities. And saying that is proving to yourself that you don't need that kind of like competition that I'm good at everything just to feel good about yourself, you know, because I feel like when people are too competitive, it's like, what are you trying to prove here? Why are you trying to prove that to yourself so much? You know, when you admit your weaknesses and you're like, this is not something I'm good at, you know, you know, this doesn't phase me, not my area of expertise, you know, you know who you are and you're secure of what your benefits are, like what you're good at and what you're not basically. Okay, what's next? No gossiping. Ooh, I haven't gossiped in forever. The the more I, the 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 thing I gossip maybe now about is maybe family. <laughs> but like everyone's gonna gossip about their family, you know. Family's your exception. Family's what you get to gossip about. Like this is my family. Get the fuck out of here. Like I could get to gossip about my family all I want because I know my family's gossiping about me like a hundred percent. And gossiping doesn't have to be, like, negative, too. Like, I'm not, like, bashing people in my family. But 
gossiping is just like yo have you heard what happened here and you heard what happened i know like this isn't that like what else i feel like we also thrive off community so different but like gossiping about girlfriends and gossiping about like normal situations and people that like have no relation to you like it's so freaking weird that's not a vibe um we're not doing that that's not the, like when a girl comes to me and she wants to gossip and bash another girl i'm like okay, you're not confident in who you are. Like, this is this is not a vibe. <laughs> Ew, I have to stop saying vibe. Shut up, Shahira. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, no gossiping. Um, no arguing. No trying to fight no one physically. Unless, I don't know, we're drunk or something. That All the rules go to hell when we're drunk. But anyway, no arguing. Stand still, smile. Oh, yeah, standing still. Standing still makes you look confident fidgeting around not a thing Mm -mm. you don't see confident girls girl bosses or whatever you call them you don't see them tapping or fidgeting or like moving their hand or keep on different stances no they're in one stance looking at you straight smiling period that's it no arguing stand still love that i've been using period a lot and i don't know how i feel about it i gotta stop um anyway uh eye contact okay this is a good one eye contact is the best because it it works so well on men but in reality with anybody just when you make eye contact with them for some reason it, it it intimidates them or it makes them feel like oh she's listening to me you know and she's giving me her attention so Giving eye contact gives that sort of like I'm present, I'm here kind of look. And it also it also gives off that I'm not scared to look at you. I'm 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 not like it doesn't make me nervous or anything. So amazing with men, of course. Um, or women, anyone you're trying to bag, really. Uh okay. Also, I'm recording this last <laughs> clip in a different time. So if you can tell that my mood has changed. I love that. Anyway, um, let's see. Number nine, smile. Have interesting stories ready. So I feel like part of adulthood, and, and I know I'm giving a lot of workspace examples, but in reality, every, every kind of space is a professional setting. If you want to, you, you want to like keep going in life and whatever, um, Viewing everything professionally makes you take everything serious. And usually that's where a lot of things benefit you when you take things seriously. So I feel like work is a good example. But when you have like banter and bitter batter, you come off well. You come off good. It shouldn't even be like confidence tips. It's like coming off well. Like, I don't know. Because trust me, like I've went over looking for a different title and if i do look for a different title then you know it's gonna look different but i can't find anything anything other than confidence like what other word is that maybe in spanish i don't know but anyway um you come off really well it it seems like you're putting effort into communicating and i'm a big believer that we're here to communicate and just exchange stories and just thrive off community and um, 
meeting people. I feel like that's our strong suit as humans in general. I always say that. But um, having stories ready, having bitter banter ready. Oh, like what? You know, oh my God, I was up so late last night. Like, you know, give some, in, not like anything boring. Just be like, oh, something about like dog pleasantry, people like that. But small talk, that's what grown ups do. I know. But like we have to learn, you know. But um, so I've, I've come up with like every little day, like I'll be like, oh, what do I talk about today? And, you know, on my way to work because everybody seems to like short talk, small talk. So I do that and, and it makes me feel like I'm an adult after and I'm like, oh, I, su- I succeeded that communication, um, you know, after I'm done with the with the little talk. Um, but having a little interesting story, having something to say, um, and not in a bad way, just in a just in a lighten up the mood kind of way, or like something interesting, you know, stories to tell, facts to say. I feel like every like interesting, confident, and like very well together woman um, give good conversations. So that's one of my tips. Um, and my last tip has to be the hardest. Oh, I'm like I'm so sorry. Because this is a hard one. Because this is literally what prepared me for everything. And I think it borderline causes me anxiety. <laughs> and yet I'm here giving it to you as a tip. Fuck it. Um, but my last tip, my 10th tip, is prepare scenarios, conversations, resources ahead of time. It's a lot, I know. But every time a weekend is coming up, let's say I'm going to go see friends. As small as that, as friends get getting together, or as big as a meeting or an important, like, um, I don't know, presentation or something, a job interview even, um, I prepare the scenario. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, what do I know that's going to happen in this event and whatever I'm going to? Um, okay, now what am I going to say? Okay, how am I going to say it? And then how are they going to be the reaction? Like I asked all these questions to myself. And if you haven't heard my uh, sleep manifestation um, episode, it kind of goes into this because that's usually when I make my scenarios up. That's usually where I prep myself for the following days, for the following conversations I'm going to have. Um, So I'm there in bed and I'm basically manifesting because I'm trying to go to sleep and I'm making little scenarios, little movie scenes in my head while my eyes are closed. And I'm preparing myself for whatever the person responds. So I'm like, oh, what if the person responds this way? Okay, so let me prepare an answer for that. Okay, so what if the person says this? Let me prepare an answer for that. And it's always like the third one is always crazy. You know, what happens if this happens? And then I even prepare myself for that. And you you have no idea how much that third reason comes up sometimes. Like some crazy ass scenario comes up in your life. And I'm prepared for it. Like I've had some slick ass responses that I'm so proud of. (laughs) And I call them slick responses because they're like, you know, those movie responses that you're like, damn, she's badass. You know those? Well, they're scripted. Duh. Duh, she looks badass. They're scripted. So why not script your life like that? So I'm preparing these conversations. So when I leave the conversation, you think I'm a bad bitch. You think like, wow. Like that's a killer ending response. Like crazy. And um, I don't know. I feel like 
I wouldn't even give like any kind of example because every example is different. Like, but I love making scenarios up. I think making scenarios in my head and seeing the outcome has saved me in a lot of situations um, and made me look very, very good and put together. Um, and I only give this as a confidence, quote unquote, tip because it does make you look confident and you already know your line. You have practiced your line like you're an actor in your own life. You just, you know your conversation, you know your response to them already. You, you came, you came through the door knowing what the hell you're going to say. Like, perfect. You know, you, you know your lines. So that gives off very like, wow, standoffish, you know. Um, but yeah, that's my best tip, honestly. And dress the part. The first and the last, I feel like. And of course, head high. Oh, looking at the floor is such, so hard. When If you ever catch yourself looking at the floor, it's usually like because we're from New York or something. And we're like used to like not looking at people just in case. Um, but you don't have to look at people. Just don't like keep your face up, you know, and blank stare. Um, but looking down a lot. That is one of my flaws. Like, I forget that all the time because, you know, pervs, rude men in the street, they're usually the ones that we look down to. But if you think about it, if you look up and like, a, I don't know, a perv or like some guy is trying to hit on you and you're like annoyed, when you look down, they look like, oh, they're shy. Let me make them uncomfortable, you know? That's when they kind of like attack you or some reason. Not like a physical attack, but you know, like, banter but if you look up straight like very like i don't give a fuck i notice they do that less they do that less they're more they're less confident in approaching you because they're like oh let me not approach her that's not an approachable look um in that scenario obviously if you put on a smile and look and put your head up high i feel like you come off a little bit more approachable a little bit more of like a happy go-to person in the good scenario in the good um scenario yeah in a good in a good like uh, environment but if, if like you don't want to get catcalled or something and because when i walk on the street when i walk freely that's when i practice my stance my walk my head high like when i feel like the shit when i feel like you know movie main character moment i'm walking down the street with my headphones on that's when i practice all my like posture my head up you know and all that so that's when i usually get bothered by men so like that's when i'm like okay let me not put my head down because that's when men usually approach you so i put my head up high and like i don't give a fuck or look at anybody in the eye there (laughs) um but yeah i hope you guys like like my tips um I'm going to probably make them into short tip videos on TikTok. That'll be cute. And if you come here from TikTok, please follow me on Instagram. And um, I hope to see you in the next episode. I have no idea. Maybe next episode is the one we get with our new guest. I want to get guests on the show this year. That is my goal. And I think our next episode is going to be our first guest. So I'm excited. And I think our last episode in January, I'm already giving all the deets, but our last episode in January might be a giveaway, which I think is, I'm so excited for. Um, anyway, um, thank you for listening and I love you guys. Bye.